0: From Podcast One and the Lady Gang, are you ready for a relatable, unapologetic take on life? This is the Ladies Like Us podcast with Nazanine Mandy and Nadia Moham. Welcome to an all new episode of Ladies Like Us. I'm Nazanine Mandy. And I'm Nadia Moham. Yeah, I feel like we haven't been here in a long time. We haven't. <laughs>
1: I, I was like, uh, how do I podcast? You <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's been a month. Yeah. Because you are on a whirlwind vacation. Oh my all god. The world. <laughs> I
0: still so I'm gonna start with my blow. Okay. I the jet lag is still? crazy. Damn. Yeah. And I don't know what it is like with the jet lag, I get like really weird dreams. Really? Yeah. I like unsettling, huh. not nightmares, just like weird. The pregnancy dream. Well, I've had that four times now. That's weird. Total of four times. I even the very last one I had was like two nights ago, and I saw we had a girl. And okay. I saw her. Whoa. I was holding her, everything. I even have the name. Maybe you're just like, maybe it's just premonitions. I don't
1: know. Not like that it has to be right now. Right. You know right. what I mean? You know. I mean, that would be great. Imagine you have a girl first. We're gonna be like
0: Chuck. Tape. Nas had these dreams oh in 2020, and we I signed the birth certificate. I saw her name, Damn, and it was what the, in the yes. It was like that detailed, and it was the name that I want for my girl. Oh, don't so say it. I won't. No, yeah, no, I'm not gonna say can't it. I'll tell it. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, People be stealing names. Yeah, especially I don't want. They can't steal this one. It's good. So yeah, that was crazy. Jet lag's awful. It's yeah, awful. Yeah. Like, well. You have extreme jet
1: lag because you went from, let's walk. Four up, let, different yeah Yeah, let's, let's start. Okay, you started in South Africa.
0: Yeah.
1: Then you went from South Africa to Bali.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then from Bali you went to Japan. Yes. And then from Japan you went to France, Paris. Yes.
0: <laughs> Lord, yeah. that's like, oh. And Japan is the most. Um, the biggest uh, gap. The biggest gap, yeah. which is 17 hours. Yeah. Difference, Yeah. It's
1: a doozy. So,
0: like, you guys would be going to bed and it, we would be yeah. midday. It was crazy. You're all out of whack. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot. And then I got really sick in South Africa. Oh, that's right. You did tell me that. Yeah. I I feel like, so the the um, elevation there. Right. Is very high. hmm And I was like, right when I got off the plane, my throat started to close. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it was, but it might have been that that prompted mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Miguel performed mm-hmm. and paramedics had to show up and give him oxygen. Cause Damn. he couldn't breathe. It was crazy. It was yeah, crazy. You're not used
1: to it. No, no, not at
0: all. So, uh, it, South Africa was interesting. Jet lag sucks. Jet lag sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot to talk about on our trip. So I think we should save this for the next episode. Yeah. Because, okay. So this episode, Nas and I are
1: really guests. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we were trying to get, um, Valerie on for a minute. Um, we're jumping ahead, but we just have to for a second because we want to keep our high and blow and all this little intro short and save it for next week. Yes. So we're going to keep all our
0: travels for next week's episode. Yeah, because there's a lot of things you guys should <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But okay, so your blow was the jet lag. What is the
0: jet lag? I hope it's gone in like a week, please. Right. I need it to be gone. Right. It's crazy.
1: Uh, my blow... <laughs> Oh no, Why are you laughing? I have a lot of blows. Like not bad. Ones. <laughs> well, we've had so much time. I mean that's yeah. We haven't right. recorded in a while, guys. Um you yeah. know, since Nas was gone, we stockpiled all those episodes to bust them out and so now we're current. So this is the most current you will receive of us.
0: <laughs> yeah, because this is coming out next week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay,
1: let's see. Where are we at in life? Well, I will say that we started off this year kind of rough as as a as a world. I mean, yeah, it was like boom. It was a lot. I mean, we had Australia on fire. It's still on fire, oh, which is
0: over a billion animals killed. It
1: breaks my heart. I mean, people's homes were destroyed. So many animals were killed.
0: I just don't understand how just arson. I don't understand the mentality of arson. Right, it blows my mind. Well, I mean, sometimes it could be accidental. That is true. You could be smoking a cigarette and whatever, and throw it. Um, But when it's not accidental, it is like I know when they purposely do it. I can't even fathom that mentality. It's probably
1: a power trip thing that they get. That look, what I created, you know. That's what I'm assuming. You're probably right. It is sick. It's sick, and I. It's just. It's really shocking. How much of Australia has burned? I mean, we see it all over the gram, all over um, the news. Just the amount, the square footage of of that continent that Mm -hmm. was burned is absolutely heartbreaking. Um, I just encourage everybody to – there's so many things we need to do. I mean – our environment is changing. It's a real thing. People um, who don't believe that, you guys are batshit nuts. No, they're
0: delusional. Yes. Yeah.
1: Climate change is real. Mm-hmm. Regardless if people started that fire or not, it doesn't matter. It progressed and became what it was because of climate change, Absolutely. because of the conditions. Um, it's just like we you, we really need to think now, what is the future of our planet going to be like? And, and the sad part is... Most people don't care because they're like, I'm going to be dead. I'm going to be dead. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. But what about your legacy? You're yeah. Leaving here? And what about your kids? That's and, what I'm and, yeah, yeah. It's just, I, I don't understand it. It, it really breaks it's my heart. Selfish. And I really um, would love to, if we can find somebody, a mental note that could come in and teach us how to be more environmentally friendly. Oh, and, I would on love that. a whole that. broad spectrum yeah, of yeah, everything. Yeah. Because I know that I want to do and I try my best. Right. But I know I'm not doing everything I can. Right. So it'd be great if we could have somebody to come in and give us tips and tricks and just how to be more mindful, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, and then freaking Trump and Iran, Mm -hmm. that was a whole disaster. There's just, I I don't even know where to get into that. It's just, it's a lot and it's scary. On one hand, um, I will say I'm going to. I don't want to say I'm playing devil, devil's advocate because that's going to sound like I'm, I'm for this. But I will say that Iran is a very suppressed country mm-hmm. and they need to see some change. I don't know what that means. I don't know how it's going to happen. Um, but there needs to be a change because their people are not happy. And the way that that country is ruled is completely unjust and unfair. Mm-hmm. And I, I just would love to see um, a revolution, honestly. Man. And – yeah imagine
0: that in this lifetime it's a scary
1: thought it is a scary thought when i say revolution i don't mean like a violent revolution but i just mean a a change yeah you know what i mean and it needs to happen because it's their economy is so shitty right now it's just it's not a happy place it's not a safe place to travel and you know naz and i are both half persian and uh, your your dad his mother just passed, yeah. like, what, a week or two
0: ago? Oh, or exactly a week ago, she passed. Right, and um, he
1: wasn't even able to go home no, to see he her. No, he didn't feel or, safe. Well, not well, see her because her awake. Yes. Um, to pay his respects. Yes.
0: He doesn't feel safe. And right. he's right. It's not safe. Right, it's not to safe. To even fly over Iran, remember what happened with the plane? I know. Oh, my God, I forgot. Yeah, it, that is wild.
1: That was very. Yeah, I yeah. don't know how that could be accidental. What was the purpose of that? I... That was very questionable. Mm-hmm. But that didn't need to happen and a lot of innocent people lost their lives, which was just Ugh, there's just so many shitty things happening right now and it's just it sucks. Um but that's the world. That's the that's how we started 2020. Um oh, I, I hope know. it ends better. I I hope so too. Um you know, Trump is getting impeached or that process is starting. Right. So we're going to be, and it's kind of cool because now I'm, I'm for the first time in my life, I'm starting to become more, I'm trying to become more politically aware. Yeah. I've same. never been interested in politics. I still am not interested. I'll be honest. I you don't give a shit. You just that
0: if you vote it.
1: Yes. And I just want to change. exactly. Yeah. And I just want to be more educated on everything so that I, um, you know, we're getting older. It's, we all have a voice. It matters. And now that we have this platform, you know, like we've said before, you and I have started to really evolve and work on ourselves. And with that comes that part of it. No, so. ab-
0: absolutely. And speaking of voting, it can be intimidating. Yeah. Just as I'm talking to our listeners, like going there yes. and, and going in those yes. the polls and all that, it can be intimidating, Totally, you know, marking it all off, but you don't have, I will say this and I'm not encouraging it, but at,
1: at the very least. Yeah, you don't have to vote for everything. You don't have to vote for everything. You can skip everything and go straight to the president President and say, F you, Trump. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And just, you know, get educated on who you want as our leader at the very least. And at least go there, you know. um, And
0: also, if you're young and inexperienced, mm -hmm. um, take your parent. Yeah, you know they can explain this yeah. to you. Like, take them. And even if you're right. not young, even if you're just inexperienced, right? And you're a little intimidated, just take your parent. The first time I went, actually, my dad and I made it a thing. I oh, turned that's cute. eighteen. Yeah, we went together. We voted together. Like it was a thing. So. Yeah. I just that's feel like, cool. yeah, we have our pictures with that's our little really like, stickers, <laughs> um, but like make it a thing, yeah. you know, yeah. it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be scared. It's not overwhelming. No. Go with people you love and make exactly. it a fun thing. It is. Um, it can be,
1: and yeah, it just, I don't know. So that's just kind of where I'm at mentally, um, with that stuff. But I had one more <laughs> that I don't know if you saw that I put posted about that girl that I, I, no, I, I commented. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, did. Okay, so I, I, it's a, it's a high and a blow. Okay. Because the blow was that I had a uh, re- review posted on our podcast page on on Apple. Yeah, yeah. And the title was like something like uh, "I Can't Stand Naughty" or some shit like that. That was the title. I, I can't remember. I'll go back and find it. Um, wow, that's bold. It was hilarious. I, I, so I read it. Let me find it because it's so funny to me. Okay. <laughs> yes. Title Can't Stand Nadia. I wanted to like this podcast because I'm a fan of Nas, but her cousin Nadia makes it hard for me to enjoy it. Nadia is annoying to be honest. <laughs> okay. The old Nadia would have read this the and old Nadia? Nadia? Where
2: did you go? I would a year ago
1: or even like six months ago, I would uh-huh. have been like, oh my god, what I love, like and cried about it. But uh-huh. now, post uh Yeah. I, I'm like afraid to even say the Just don't. <laughs> Okay, well post the whole fiasco. Post scandal. Post scandal, ladies like us with T.I. scandal. Um, yeah. It really thickened my skin. Good. And I read this and laughed. It stung for two seconds. Okay, thank And God. I immediately laughed and I was like, this is great. This is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I have haters. I don't give a shit because for every person that doesn't like me, there's five others that will. And even if and, they don't, whatever, they don't know me. My friends know
0: me. exactly. And I you know. can't please everybody. Know. That's just know. the nature of life, you know? It's just how it goes, like... Yeah. I don't know. When you're just on a, a platform and you're you know, you're exactly. given a platform, this is what it comes with. Exactly. And you cannot please every single no. person that listens. I know. Now the problem <laughs> is that there are people out there that think it's okay to leave negativity. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you don't like something, fine. That's your own thing. That's yeah. your prerogative. But what makes you think it's okay to leave something like that? How unhappy are you miserable. to leave something like that? Yes. And miserable. that is a, not a reflection on you. That is a no. reflection on them. Yes. So that's how I look at it. Yes. Anytime I see something, I'm like, oh, poor thing. Yeah. Well, it's the I truth. I wish you happiness. Yeah. Please be blessed. Because exactly. I would never leave that. No. Ever and, in my
1: life. But that's 100% the truth. It is a reflection of that person. Everybody, all these trolls that go on there, they're either miserable or they're looking for a reaction because they thrive off of that and they think it's yeah. like or entertainment to them. And,
0: or any kind of attention is good attention. Right. Because they're not getting attention in real life. Right. Exactly. So this is a much deeper issue yeah. and it's sad. Yeah. And I think it is more relevant than ever. Yeah. Uh, and we saw it. Yeah. So it's
1: because it's fine to not like people and not yeah. like that's fu- it's not the fact that she doesn't like me and i'm annoying that's fine like i'm not everyone's cup of tea and i know that it's that's just with the- everyone though yeah it's with everyone but it's just funny that people go out of their way to just the- that's mm-hmm. the part that is like damn i'm yeah. sorry for you Ex-
0: but. exactly
1: god bless you
0: exactly like <laughs> that's know. all you can do yeah. like yeah and you know what she probably left a comment like that on somebody
1: else's yeah. page yeah yeah you know? it, it's just, you got to take it off with a grain of salt. But I was just really proud of myself that I actually had that, I felt that mental shift. Good. And I was like, okay, got it. I'm growing. Yes. <laughs> cool. Like, you know. That's amazing. So that was kind of my high.
0: No, I love that. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they don't get to that point. No. They will argue back. They no. will, you know what I mean? They'll cry about it. Or, or they'll feel it and internalize it. And then, yeah. you know, it becomes a thing. So yeah.
2: So that's, yeah. I
0: think that's amazing. Yep. And but then, what, what was your high? My high, I am finally now a certified, ICF certified life coach. I know. Yeah. Amazing. It was a life-changing experience. Walking into class, we were all intimidated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a first day. Of, of course. High, so it's like, everyone's like, you don't know what to expect. And then knowing- It's a big
1: responsibility to do what you are doing. Yeah. So everyone is in that room, I would imagine, is feeling like, not can I do this, but just the weight of that responsibility. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yes, it's heavy, and you're not going there to learn how to knit. You're learning how to, how coach to change people. people's yeah, lives, exactly.
0: And it is a big responsibility. Right. So that's step number one: is being okay with that responsibility and taking that on. Right. But walking in there, none of us knew what to expect, right. except what they told us to be prepared for. I had homework, so <laughs> it's like I filled all that out. And all they told us was, this is going to be interactive. Mm-hmm. And you need to be as open and honest as possible mm-hmm. to get the, the full effect of this coaching.
1: How was that for you? Amazing. Really? Yeah. Was it difficult it, at
0: first? It wasn't difficult. It was uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And it was uncomfortable because, obviously, they're strangers. Right. Um, but then it wasn't so uncomfortable because it just felt like therapy. Right. And I've been doing that for years. So right. it wasn't anything like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm confessing all these things I've never confessed right. before. Right they're just new people
1: and all those people are also being vulnerable and open Mm -hmm. with each other so it's it's a give and take you know which is cool because you're doing it all together it was
0: life-changing I met really cool people that's awesome really really down to earth like I just want to help people right there are so many different life coaches too and I never Mm, realized it. okay so picking the kind of life coach you want to be was also like wow it was right like eye-opening i know now i know exactly what i want to do okay what Are kind you of life share co- with us i only to an extent okay. i can totally share i'm going to be a transformational empowerment coach okay. for women
1: that makes sense and i
0: did this because actually tori totally inspired this i figured yeah we had a long talk one day when we were training and i was like i i love acting that is my purpose but there's something else mm-hmm. and i need to help People specifically women. Nothing against men. I love men. Yeah, but that's
1: your sweet spot. But, but that's yeah. my sweet spot yeah. because
0: I've been through shit, and I think it's important that we share <laughs> our stories yeah. and to let women know you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, and it doesn't matter what you do, where you're from, what you look like, mm-hmm. anything like that. There is a similarity between all of us. Right? That's
1: that's the whole point of this podcast. Exactly. That's why I love this podcast. Exactly. Me I too. have the same yearning as you do too. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I get it. It's it I was, was something,
0: it. and I was telling her, and she's like, "Dude." From your videos and what you post and what you believe in, why don't you do life coaching? Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Look into it, find schools, see if it's something you want. If not, whatever." Right. So I looked into it, found this school, which mm-hmm. is amazing, and I went and look what happened. It was in LA. Yes. What's so? The name um, of- it's a uh, life co. Oh, let me see. I only know it by the like a series. Abbreviation, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a Certified Life Coach Institute. Got it. And it it actually started in Orange County. Oh. Yeah. So now they're all over, though. Mm -hmm. And people actually flew in from all over to do this class. That's dope. Yeah. So I met people from all over. That's a good one. That's dope. And um, so now, coming summer, Tori and I are putting together workshops for women. Ah. So on Monday we have a meeting with her and her nonprofit, Tangible Movement. Perfect. And we're gonna just start writing out our game plan and we're gonna where are we having this? How long are we having this? How many girls? Perfect. Age ranges from junior high to mm-hmm. like fifty. And there'll be different classes and with different ages. Is but... it like sharing what you've learned or it it's gonna be very motivational, Got but it. it's also gonna be interactive. So ah. the things that I learned right. and the things that the curriculum I brought home with me. Right. I mean there's endless possibilities there are games these girls can play to build confidence Mm -hmm. there's just so much and i want to share it that's what's needed she's like the perfect person because we are so different yeah but we have this (laughs) yeah but we have the same want yeah and so they're going to get two very different perspectives and personalities that's perfect yeah so it's going to be good but man it is it's so difficult Mm -hmm. but it's so rewarding well, props to you for stepping
1: out of your comfort zone. Yeah. This because is
0: very different from yes. even me going to a class. Yes. With, like, students. I haven't been in a class no, since. You're not a class person. 2004. <laughs> like Even like... you, But by the way, Naz and I, we'll, we'll talk more about this yeah, 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 next yeah, yeah, yeah. week. But
1: we tried hot yoga. <sighs> And I was surprised because you're not a class group class person, no. and I was proud of you for that too. Yeah, I was just <laughs> that like- That shit was difficult. It was so
0: hard, <laughs> and my neck was not having it, I know, so it was bad. I know, I know. But um, yeah, it was life-changing. And it's something that I can't wait to do. Yeah. Um, and I encourage, even if you don't want to be a life coach, mm-hmm. even if it's not for you, right? even take this course because- right. We also, on the last day, we went through a whole thing of starting a business from the ground up and the steps you take. Oh, I remember you told me and Aaron that that's right. And they tell you step by step <clears throat> what you need to do. Yeah, I need to that part. build yourself, to build your business. It was like, wow. Yeah. Like, and to have this knowledge, I'm yeah. like, I could start anything. That's amazing. I can do it. You can. Like, it's really cool. I just encourage anyone, you don't have to be a life coach. Yeah. But go to
2: this.
1: Well, I mean, it, it's it. all of this all ties into our guest today, which is yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to speak to Valerie Burton, who is a life coach, author, motivational speaker, and entrepreneur. And she sent us her, her book. Yes. And what I love about it and what she she tells us is that, like you said, you don't have to be a life coach, but... It, Just taking the course is going to benefit you as a person.
0: And it just, it, like, builds this, um, your inner confidence. I don't know what it, you just feel more solid, you feel more free. No, it makes sense. I I talk to complete strangers Wow. No, about my issues and, like, things that I feel. And, like, there was so much relatability and, like, people, we don't do the same things. We're from completely different places, but there was, like, this understanding. right? And it didn't matter what age you were, Mm -hmm. if you were a a man or a woman, Mm -hmm. like, it was just like there was this commonality, and yeah. it was really amazing.
1: Because there's so many universal issues that we all face yeah. that it just – we all go through it. Yeah. And it, it's nice to know that you're not alone, you know? And yeah. and it's nice to find the tools. Essentially, you found all the tools yeah. to um, – so you can be successful and fulfilled yes and yeah. I, I wanted to and do to this share it with others the right way yeah. yeah yeah
0: absolutely and not just like pull things out of my ass right of course like I just yeah. can't do that so no. I was like let me do this if it works out it works out yeah. and this is like my other purpose and I love alright guys Nas knows her shit now yeah, watch, yeah, out. watch out watch out yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> alright like I discussed <laughs> next we have um, Valerie Burton we are <laughs> so excited to talk to her don't miss this episode it's gonna be amazing yes
0: Have you heard about this company making stylish shoes for women and girls out of recycled plastic water bottles? I just got my pair of Rothy's in the mail two weeks ago, and I can't stop wearing them. They're super stylish, sustainable, comfortable, and another major bonus, they're fully machine washable. So you can wash them every time if you need a new refresh and it feels like you're wearing a brand new pair of shoes. You can't beat that. Rothies come in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, patterns, and they're available in a range of styles like sneakers, loafers, points, and so much more. Rothies are seamlessly knit using thread made from plastic water bottles, so they're ultra comfortable as soon as you slip them on. That's right, there's zero break-in period in these shoes. Go to rothies.com/ladies to get your new favorite pair of flats. Comfort, style, and sustainability—these are the shoes you've been waiting for. Again, head to rothys.com/ladies today. Our guest today has written over a dozen books, is a certified personal and executive coach. Let's welcome the very inspiring Valerie Burton. Woo! Yay. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for being here. You said all the way from Georgia? Yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta. Nice. Oh, we always have a good time in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> but this timing could
1: not be perfect for you.
2: <laughs> Welcome
1: back. <laughs> we haven't recorded in a while. I'm yeah. a little tongue-tied. Um but the timing of having you on as our guest Valerie is perfect because now yes. let's share with everybody what you just completed. On
0: Sunday I just became a certified life coach. What? Yeah. Yes. So That's you awesome. So being here is like <laughs> yeah. It's like divine timing. Wow. Like congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, it was a long time coming and I now I have a clear cut plan of what I want to do and mm. I left there so inspired yeah. and I met the coolest people. I think yeah. that was one of the best parts. Yeah,
2: you realize yeah. you have a tribe. I train coaches, and they always say they thought they were coming to become a, a coach, but then...
1: <gasps> they got coached? Yeah, they yes. got coached,
2: because you can't no. coach yeah. without learn to coach without being coached. And that, <laughs> that's yeah. what happened,
0: and now you know what it feels like to be on the other yeah. side. Yeah, And you think, because I've, I've been in therapy for years, mm-hmm. it's the same thing, and it's not the same nope. thing. Nope, it's and not. It's, it's deep and it's beautiful. And it works. And it works. Yeah. That's what I love about coaching. Yes. It works.
2: I've used it in my own life.
1: So, how, talk to us about how you started and your whole journey and why you decided to become a coach.
2: <laughs> well, you know what? I started out with the writing because that's my mm-hmm. background. Mm-hmm. And I started getting interviewed a lot. I was in Dallas at the time and I was on the NBC station every week and I was doing stuff with ABC radio and Mm -hmm. they kept calling me a coach, a life coach. And I was like, no, 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 (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a life coach. I don't have any clients. And they're like, we have to call you something. You know how the media is like, we got to call you something. Yeah. Yeah. So I I was like, well, let me at least figure out what this coaching thing is. And so I actually started, I already had a book. And then when I discovered what coaching was, like what you just said, like Mm you These people were so inspiring. I realized, oh, I'm not the only one. So I used to be in PR and marketing. I had Mm -hmm. my own firm. And I really just was like why am I here mm-hmm. what what's my purpose mm-hmm. yeah. and I had an epiphany one day standing in a Barnes and Noble <laughs> that I was supposed to be inspiring women to live more fulfilling lives I yeah. do it through Wait, reading why, and why why Barnes yeah. and Noble no, no, I was standing there
1: <laughs> I love books, books? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I love
2: books and I yes. I literally was <clears throat> in the women's book section okay looking at a book by another life coach, Mm -hmm. Yonla Van Zandt. Oh, I love (laughs) Yonla. And I'm standing there and just, I had just gone to a session. I was at a journalism convention. I had just gone to a session of journalists that had written books. Mm -hmm. So I had known for a long time that I wanted to write and I had tried two other books. Like Mm I, I just, I think I'd run out of wisdom or something. I was, (laughs) you know, I was kind of young. And, um, and so that particular day I left that, that little session and I walked across the street and I just literally just had an epiphany like this is what you're supposed to be doing and I knew when I felt it I mean it was one of those pivotal moments like I felt like I was gonna float away Mm -hmm. but I couldn't tell any other customers I figured they didn't understand what (laughs) this divine experience I was having (laughs) right and um and I started writing about three weeks later and haven't
1: stopped which by the way you have I want to say I When I looked up, I swear I saw that you had 15 books. Is Thir- that not? 13. 13. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Because there's a lot. And I was looking at the years that they were all put out. Yeah. Like, you're cranking these books out. Like, how, what's your writing process? Is, does it come so easy for you? That's inspiring. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Ooh,
0: not, like damn.
2: That's God, how I knew. Won a couple years. <laughs> that's how I knew it was my purpose right. because, you know, I, w- I went to school for journalism and I didn't become a reporter because the idea of writing on a deadline was stressful to me. Right. <laughs> was like, I like, I'm a good writer, but I felt like I was a slow writer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And when I started writing that first book, the words just flowed. Right. And it was because I had the purpose behind mm-hmm. it. I wasn't just writing. I knew why. Right. How, How was it to take you
0: to write the first book?
2: The first book, let's see, I had the epiphany. It was July. I started writing in August. I had a book in my hand off the presses the day before Thanksgiving.
0: What? Damn.
2: Wow. See, see what you I'm are saying?
0: about it. And I love Powery.
1: Yeah. Valerie is a <laughs> go getter.
0: <laughs> so, what was the process like you leaving your PR firm? Were they, was it a difficult process to like leave and uproot and start something new or?
2: It was, but, you know, that first book originally I self-published and then a division of Random House picked it up about seven months later. So mm-hmm. I knew I had this book coming out. Right. Um, but what happened was I I didn't feel like getting out of bed in the morning. Mm. Like it was my business and I didn't want mm-hmm. to do the work. Right. Depression? Or... No. I just knew I had found what I really wanted to be uh, doing uh-huh, and it wasn't, it wasn't PR. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I've got to. I've just got to make a leap. So yeah, it was hard. I had to make sure that, you know, for one thing, I had very low expenses. (laughs) So I was like, I don't need a lot of money to, you know, to make it if I have to just go out and do some temp jobs or something. That was, that was huge. You know, I had a tiny bit of student loans. I had paid off my car. Like I I was 26 when I wrote the first book. Um, And I didn't, I wasn't married. I didn't have any kids. That was the time for mm-hmm. me to do it. And it's not that you can't do it at other stages of life. It's just I had less Right. Risk. Experience. Yeah, I had yeah. less risk, oh, risk. really. Right, I right, thought, right, right. if this doesn't work, then I'll go do PR again. I'll you know, I'll just keep trying to write. Right. And it's worth the try. Right. And I haven't looked back. Uh, that's That's amazing. one of the scariest
1: things to do, truly. It is. is to mm-hmm. take that leap.
2: When you start thinking about like, yeah. no. not being able to pay your rent or your mortgage, when you start thinking... Yeah can this really happen? Right. And you have to know that it can, you have to know why you're doing what you're doing Right, and make a decision. Yeah. And it, it's a constant decision because mm-hmm. it probably took about seven years before it was like consistent. And I was making what I wanted to make and doing what I really wanted to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And I remember having hard conversations with myself mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. I kept looking back going, well, if I was still in PR, I'd probably be at this level. I'd be doing this or that. And I thought, yeah. but I'll be, I'd be miserable, miserable Unhappy. Yeah. and, and yeah. Not, not fulfilling happy. your purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not the definition of success to me. There's gotta be no, joy yeah. Yeah. and purpose. Yeah. In right. th- what that's, you're doing. that's
1: what I told her too, uh, not too long ago too, is that, you know, it, it certain things come so easy for you. And like for me is makeup, I'm a makeup artist, but I'm in the same position. I love it. But, and I'm good at it, but it's not my full, (laughs) it's not my full purpose Mm -hmm. and I know it and I feel it and I'm not completely fulfilled. And there's so much more that I'm, I'm wanting to do and Mm -hmm. grab at. And Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I, I completely relate to you. To this book that was sent to us two days ago that I could not put down. <laughs> the
2: book is amazing. Oh my thank god. You, thank like, you. You
0: open up with talking about resilience. Yeah. And that just sets the tone. Mm-hmm. Like I love that you chose that topic.
2: Yeah, I'm it's that's a topic I love because you can't be successful without being resilient. Absolutely. Right.
0: It's nonstop. Yeah, and you have yeah. to expect
2: the setbacks mm-hmm. and that sometimes you're gonna fail. And that's just a part of the process. Mm-hmm. And I think when you Embrace that even though it doesn't feel good when it happens.
0: Mm-hmm. It's really bad. Yeah, but yeah. when you realize,
2: all right, now what?
0: Yeah. This yeah.
2: This isn't this isn't the this isn't the end, this no. isn't the finish line. No. This yeah. is just a part of the story that makes it more interesting. What am I supposed to learn? Right. Where do I go from here? Exactly.
0: You know, they say statistically it takes between seven to ten years from when you start your career to actually hit it. Mm. I believe it. Yes. It mm-hmm. statistically yeah, that's, that's, that's what my it experience. is. Yeah. 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 And you know, that's just you got to keep going. That yeah. drive has to be there, innately be there, yeah. in order to hit that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if you
2: don't have the purpose behind it, yeah. you're not going to persevere. No, mm-hmm. because of you're going to say, not. "What am I doing this for? Yeah, right. what's my why?" And if yeah. you don't have a strong why, mm-hmm. when it gets hard, mm-hmm. you won't stick with it. Absolutely, you won't stick no. with it. My my decision when I kept going back and forth, like struggling with my own, you know, my own vision and desire is I just said, I'm not going to do anything else other mm-hmm. than what I feel called to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So if that means that I live in a little studio apartment for the rest of my life, that's what I do. If yeah. it means I'm not making mm-hmm. a ton of money, mm-hmm. that's what I do. Mm-hmm. That's not what ended up happening, but I think it was that commitment and faith that allowed things to happen and it freed me up to mm-hmm. stop second guessing and thinking, well what if I was doing Mm -hmm. something
0: else? Man, those what ifs will kill you. (sighs) Oh my god. It will destroy any hope. There's no point in it. There's no point point in it. But it's
2: so easy when you're looking around at what Mm -hmm. others are doing and that's so in our face today in Mm -hmm. a way that it wasn't you know, very oh, like Social media, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: it makes you feel like you're failing sometimes because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're comparing. But really, we all live different lives and have different journeys. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and most of that stuff is not real, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Online, let's be real. <laughs> I love when I discover companies that make life just a little bit easier, and one that I've learned about recently called Simple Health is a total game changer for women's health. If you're on birth control looking to get back on or want to try it for the first time, then you know how difficult, annoying, and honestly confusing that process can be. From figuring out which method you want to dealing with refills at the pharmacy or remembering to renew your prescription, it's anything but simple. Enter Simple Health. They're changing all that with online birth control prescriptions and free home delivery, making birth control accessible, convenient, and affordable for all women. Here's how it works. Go to simplehealth.com slash ladies and fill out an online health profile with your medical history, conditions, and birth control preferences. Whether you already know the exact brand you want or need something to skip periods and manage acne, Simple Health has you covered. A licensed doctor will review your information, determine if you're a good candidate for birth control, and write you a prescription for the right method, whether that's the pill, patch, or ring. Then your birth control ships to your door for free on a recurring schedule, so you never have to worry about forgetting a refill or missing a pill again. The annual prescription is usually $20, but our listeners can try Simple Health for free. Just go to simplehealth.com slash ladies or enter the code ladies at checkout. I want to mention that this isn't a replacement for routine checkups with your doctor. You still need those for your overall health, but it is the most convenient and comfortable way to get your birth control. Try a better way to get birth control with Simple Health by going to simplehealth.com/ladies, or just enter code ladies at checkout. Give it a try and thank me later.
1: Okay, so what I really loved that you wrote in this book. Speaking of resilience, and, and um, you wrote that success is a harmony of purpose, resilience and joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's those three that combination of those three that you believe.
2: Absolutely. So a lot of times we think success and it's automatic that oh we're talking about job title, we're talking about where you live, how much you make, what's your who's your spouse, whatever mm-hmm. the case mm-hmm. might be. And I'm saying no, it's are you living your purpose? How are people's lives better when they cross paths with you? Right. Mm-hmm. And are you bouncing back? Because we all have setbacks and we all start from different places. Mm-hmm. So success for one person, like huge success, mm-hmm. might not look like success for that next person, but the right. next person hasn't had the same obstacles. They didn't start from the same exactly. place. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the joy. <laughs> if there's no yeah. joy, what is it? <laughs> right, yeah. um, and I think we have to be able to find our joy. One of the things I love, you know, my background's in positive psychology mm-hmm. and we often think that success causes happiness. So we go after what we think will make us successful thinking then I will be happy. Right. Yes. But the research shows it's the other way around Mm -hmm. that success doesn't cause happiness. Happiness actually causes success. Like Completely. it's not just correlated. It's it like you're a it. magnet to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can, I know. Yeah. I know this feeling.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's magnetic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I full heartedly
1: believe that as well, too. Mm-hmm. And then you also said I was listening to your podcast today and you were saying, which I loved. And it just was it just resonated with me because I'm like, yes, this is exactly it. We hold our happiness and joy hostage to our circumstances.
2: Uh, yes. <laughs> and that's so that's true. true. I'll you be know? happy when, and you fill in the blank with me when. when, I have the relationship, mm-hmm. when I pay off the debt, mm-hmm. when I mm-hmm. get the job I want, I'll be happy then. Happiness is the while. Mm-hmm. While I'm on my way right. there. And for me, there's so many points where that lesson was learned, mm-hmm. but I think we really have to just focus on finding joy right where we are. And that's not always easy. No, no, it's not. But it's a choice. It is like whatever you're going through, mm-hmm. you're going to go through it. So mm-hmm. do you want to go through it miserable? Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Or do you want to find something to be grateful for in yeah. the midst of it? Right. I know uh. that
1: reading that made me think,
2: aha, this
1: is, w- for example, I'll, I'll say for me, I believe this wholeheartedly. I've always felt this way. I've always been a happy person and and good things come to me because of that. However, when it came to my body and physical appearance, that was the one thing that I never seemed to grab a Mm -hmm. hold of or be happy with or be okay with or Mm -hmm. satisfied. And I always thought, well, I'm going to feel better or I'll take more pictures or whatever it is Mm -hmm. when I look this way. Mm -hmm. And I started to, to make the decision, like you said, to say, you know what? this is how you look right now. This is your body. It's healthy. It's functioning. Yes. Love it. Treat it right. And and it shifted my perspective on it. And it's become now... Not this weight loss, I got to get skinny for yeah. summer or anything like that. It's become this take care of yourself, be happy, yeah, be healthy, health. appreciate what you have. What, you know what I mean? There's so I many mean, really? people. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. so There's so basic. Many people that
0: can't even do the basic things exactly. that we are
1: capable exactly. of doing. Yeah. So that, that was just a little aha moment that was attached to that that mm-hmm. has helped me mm-hmm. um, just kind of shift my fitness journey, my, my health journey. Is that mentality? Mm-hmm. And I just, I had to share that because I'm like, that maybe so somebody will.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I just, that's yeah, so good. I had... and no, a lot of people need to hear that. Yeah. Because their goal is to be yes. skinny or, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. Or fit in those jeans. And it's so much more than that. No. And
1: it, it really when you is. don't focus on that end result mm-hmm. of like, you know, I have to look like this. I have to look like this. By and this time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you just enjoy the journey. That This is where I'm at now. We started yoga and we're, you know, I'm just, doing it slow and easy and there's no deadline it's just take care of yourself you know what i mean that's so good because
2: that's the purpose behind it right Right. it's like can i take care of me it's
0: it'll last longer too right Exactly. that's the key yes that Mm -hmm. you'll have more longevity with that mentality absolutely then the quick fix absolutely all right i got two months (laughs) and then you're gonna go right back to where you were we all do it at some point oh yeah (laughs) so to create that longevity for sure that mentality is key. it is Yes. Now, I want to go back. You mentioned um, positive psychology. Mm -hmm. What is positive psychology? (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about that. So
2: we tend to think of traditional psychology as fixing what's wrong. Right. Right. Which is really important because things go wrong. We might struggle with anxiety, depression, or even more serious challenges. But positive psychology is the study of what happens when things go right with us. Mm. So what causes happiness? Mm -hmm. What Mm -hmm. happens when you express gratitude or when you savor Mm. A moment like what helps us to flourish mm-hmm. so I went back to grad school like you know 10 years after the first time nice to study applied positive psychology because it just intrigued me and of course kind of just really dovetails with coaching I, absolutely I felt like wow there's a research basis for this for goal setting and mm-hmm. happiness and mm-hmm. and productivity
1: mm-hmm. it's That's funny too think. because it's like we we always see quotes and we always focus on on the positive aspects, you know, like what you said, but I did never realize that there's an actual psychology called positive psychology. I was
2: like, wow, that's a real thing. (laughs) Yeah. And it's fairly new. I mean, it came, the, the term came along around 98. So in the grand scheme Uh, of psychology, psychology, yeah. yeah, Dr. Martin Seligman at the time was president of the APA, the Mm -hmm. American psychological association. I just bought
0: his book. Oh, which Mm. one? Um, What is it called? It's in my flourish maybe? No. No, 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 no. I, now I have to look it up. Authentic happiness,
2: learn optimism. Be, no, <laughs> She's like, I have them all. I, I heard. <laughs> right. Well, the program I went through, he basically. Authentic happiness. Authentic happiness. Yes. So that was ah. the first one that I read yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. That was the very okay, first perfect. one I read. Okay, yeah. perfect. And, um, and it's all of his books are really, really good. But he basically challenged researchers at that big convention that year. Hey, can we kind of try to balance out psychology? Mm-hmm. Let's not just study mental illness, but Mm -hmm. really study mental health. Mm -hmm. And so you probably have noticed in recent years lots of books around happiness, around strengths, around gratitude. And that's because so much of the research has begun to move in that direction um, as opposed to just studying the things that go wrong. Mm -hmm. I wish that there was some
1: way that we could get this psychology into our prison system. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine the impact that that would have? On our society?
0: I mean, that would be amazing, even starting with adolescence in right, and, and right, school. Right,
2: right, right. Yeah, be... I think, you know, strengths, studying strengths is a part of positive psychology. And if you go into any prison, yeah, and just based on whatever it is that happened, mm-hmm. everybody has strengths. Mm-hmm. It's just how are you using right. those strengths. Mm-hmm. But hearing that you have strengths, mm-hmm. very yeah. simply causes a person to realize, "Wait a minute, I have I have value." Mm-hmm. I've trained coaches who were therapists who were just using coaching as another skill set mm-hmm. that have come back and said, "I didn't realize what it would do for my clients mm-hmm. to have them take a strengths assessment." They come back to the sessions and they're like, "I never never thought of myself as having strengths." Yeah. Wow. So there's just a lot of power in looking at the positive. Yeah. Right. And it's not about ignoring the negative. It's about mm-hmm. seeing what is good and yeah. building mm-hmm. on what is good. I love this so much. I know. <laughs> I I love love this. So. Oh, Can we so. keep talking? Uh, talk? no. <laughs> Can you tell us about
0: CAP Institute? Yes.
2: Yeah, so it's, CAP stands for coaching and positive psychology. Okay. And we do both a three-day coach training intensive mm-hmm. Which is a prerequisite for our six month online certification program. So it's all live online webinars. We have instructors from all over the US and Canada. And it's been amazing. This is this year's our ten year anniversary. Wow. We've trained coaches in every state and fifteen countries at this point. Nice. Yeah. So spreading it worldwide, that's, yeah. that's
0: incredible. And even though I'm certified, I'm actually very curious to check it out. Yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, Educating yourself never ends. Yeah. And, no... and it, it's a different, you know, curriculum. I'm like right. down to really yeah. check it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to look. Um, okay.
1: Going back to finding your purpose. This is something I think a lot of people struggle with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How does one find their purpose? How, what,
2: what? Talk us through that. So, as a coach, I just have right. a simple question for you. Okay, how is someone's life better when they cross paths with you? Ah, mm-hmm. Ooh, that's it's. What deep. do you offer? Yeah, mm-hmm. for some, you're the the connector, like you mm-hmm. naturally connect people. Others, maybe mm-hmm. they entertain, mm-hmm. maybe you teach, maybe you help them to see their own beauty, mm-hmm. right? Or you bring mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you're the communicator. I have a good friend who's a, um, a radio morning show host. Mm-hmm. And we did a little exercise to figure out her mission, Mm -hmm. and it's spreading light and love through the power of communication. That Mm. is her mission statement. And whenever people hear Lynn's voice, her name is Lynn Briggs, whenever they hear her voice, they always say, gosh, I just hear love when she talks. Mm -hmm. Because that's just, I mean, that's just her. So it's always about how you're serving the world. Right. Right. In a way that comes naturally for you. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's such a simplistic way of yeah. putting it. That makes total sense. Yeah. And it's not this. A lot of times we think it's like. Oh I've got to write this. profound right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Mine is inspiring others to live more fulfilling lives. And yeah. the thing is. It doesn't just describe your work. Mm-hmm. Because in different seasons. We might not even be working. It's mm-hmm. your interaction with. People, so like for me, on the daily, on a daily basis. So like for me, when my mother years ago had a brain aneurysm that nearly took her life, Mm -hmm. I realized like I wasn't out speaking, I wasn't writing at that time Mm -hmm. because my mission was inspiring her. Mm -hmm. It's like this Mm -hmm. is this is my divine assignment right right now. It's still within my mission. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we can get caught up and think it just has to be about a job. If your mission is a job. You you need to restate it because a job can go away and then what's your mission? Then you're right. not happy. Yeah. If right. your mission is being a mom, which is an incredible goal and something we all want if we have kids, but your kids are going to grow up. Mm-hmm. So what is it that you do as a process of being a mom? Like right. what's the purpose in that? And what fuels yeah. that happiness? Yep. Yeah. Because yeah.
1: when they leave, you're mm. going to feel completely unfulfilled. Empty. Yeah, that's so true. And I think well, that happens a lot. Yeah, I
2: think we confuse our roles with our purpose and our roles are just a way to fulfill our purpose. Right there.
0: You just said, it. yeah,
2: yeah, that's crazy.
0: (laughs) Do you ever get emotionally invested in your clients?
2: (laughs) You know, I think it's easy anytime you're working with people one-on-one. I'm pretty good at kind of separating that Mm -hmm. because I understand that the work is for my client to do Mm -hmm. and I'm just a, I'm a vessel, I'm a vehicle. And so I think. As a coach, if you find yourself saying, you know, we, like, okay, so here's what we need to do if you find yourself <laughs> We were taught that. not yeah. to say that. Yes,
0: we were taught to let them empower themselves and mm-hmm. figure it out yeah. for themselves. We're just guiding. Uh-huh. You're, yes, yeah,
2: you're helping them. Yeah. You're asking them the questions. You're giving exactly. them the space to get their answers. And so I think with coaching, you're so focused on opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's very different from counseling or therapy where you tend to really be mired in problems mm. and things from the past mm-hmm. with coaching you're really focused on where are mm-hmm. you now and where are you going so it's right. present and future I
0: actually wrote a question down for you about that but yeah. I feel like you pretty much <laughs> yeah, I saw it on yeah there. because yeah. we that was actually one of the first things we were taught was if the client brings up the past don't delve back into it mm-hmm. you got to start from the now and work to the future mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and going into my course I was always like you know what we're going to start From the past, because that's where things are deep rooted, and Mm -hmm. then we're going to take it from there. And it was just like, no, you got to start from the now. Mm -hmm. I learned so much; my mind was completely. Well, that's more the psychology aspect. Exactly. Going deep into
2: the. Why are you like this? Yeah, (laughs) and that can get dangerous if you're not Uh, a a licensed therapist, psychologist legally. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, and and you have to be comfortable with. Have you considered talking to a therapist? Because there are times Mm -hmm. when you can be working with someone. And you realize they really don't need coaching right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes people feel like there's a stigma around mm-hmm. therapy. And I'm like, I've had multiple yeah. therapists. Like, yeah. It's very, very healthy. So I think you have to just completely yeah. let that all go right. and t- speak from the truth. Like you want to help your clients. I yeah. think it's starting to get better, that stigma. I mean, there there's so many
1: podcasts that are aimed towards that. Absolutely. And, Social media is there's a lot of uh, positive psychology there in itself, and I think it's starting to lift. Mm-hmm. Where pe- we're talking I agree. about You've it, come a long people- way. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. People are becoming more open to going. Yeah. Now, taking it back to that, do you have a network of of psychologists and therapists that you work with too? Like that, where you cross reference your clients?
2: How does that work? I wouldn't say a network, but I know quite a few. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just that you know when you're working with people from so many places, it's hard to know the right people. Right in places so a lot of times right. i'll refer them to a site that is a like a therapy resource mm-hmm. where you can find somebody in your local area mm-hmm. but also just asking around can mm-hmm. be really really um powerful because right. yeah. we can assume that we're alone in it or who do i know that might know someone right uh you probably know a ton of people that <laughs> know yeah. Someone, yeah. <laughs> who know someone you right. just gotta ask yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah do you coach family and friends is that enough <laughs> for you
2: <laughs> not as a like offic- they're officially clients right. yeah. but yes i have coached family and friends who are just like hey, I'm dealing with this. Can we have yeah. this conversation? I'll go, okay, this is, I'm actually coaching you right now. And they're like, okay. <laughs> She's like, that'll be 150. Thank <laughs> you very much. The, <laughs> key, <set that> invoice. <laughs> the key is not coaching people on the sly. Like, yeah. Yeah. they need some coaching. I'm just going to start yeah. <laughs> asking questions. So right. you're the friend that they go to for the good advice, for sure. I would
1: go to you. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. And I
2: have a lot of friends who are coaches. It just has kind of worked out that way. So that's great. That is great. Yeah, we're Tribe. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And like
1: minded people gravitate yeah. towards like-minded people. Absolutely. So. Um, okay, so another question. What is the most common barrier that holds people back from their true potential? What is the oh. most common thing you see?
2: It's always rooted in
1: fear. Mm.
2: Fear of any number of things that typically falls into four categories. Fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Fear of success. Mm. There's a lot of pressure mm-hmm. and responsibility. Can I keep it up? Can I keep mm-hmm. it up? Mm-hmm. Um, fear of losing control. <laughs> mm. Like uncertainty. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I need to know when, where, who. <laughs> yeah. And then fear of disapproval. That's fear of rejection. Fear of what everybody's going to think. In some way, whether it's a conversation you need to have that would create the breakthrough or a boundary that needs to be set or acknowledging what you really want or what you really don't want mm-hmm. anymore. Typically, what holds us back is our own fear. And rather than seeing fear as a sign that we've stepped out of our comfort zone, mm-hmm. yeah. therefore it's uncomfortable and mm-hmm. we're stretching and growing, we see a fear as a sign that we should just run back mm-hmm. into that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And we can never grow and get to where we need to be mm-hmm. inside that comfort zone. Absolutely, Do not retreat. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep it moving, yeah. even if it's painful. Yeah. yeah. Because the pain's not forever. No, no. it's not. You and know? it's
1: so much better on the other side. Yes. It's, it's, it just keeps going. Just feel keep alive. Going. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And it's a relief when you do the hard things. Yeah. That's the resilience that comes yeah. into play. Yeah.
1: Do you think people are born more resilient than others? Is that like a nature versus nurture? Is it more mm-hmm. learned
2: or? It's both. Uh-huh. So there are several things that come into play. So, for example, there's research around happiness. You said, oh, I'm just always kind of happy. Mm-hmm. 50% of happiness is genetic. Mm-hmm. It's just how you came out of the womb. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all know those babies that are like giggly and the ones yeah. that just never smile at you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like... yeah. that was me. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was actually born sunny side up. Uh... And my mom's like, that makes sense.
2: <laughs> um, and and we know that positive emotion helps you to be more resilient. It builds over time like a cushion, Mm -hmm. literally, so that when you have a fall, it's like falling on a pillow. Right. That more negative Mm -hmm. emotion is like falling on concrete. Mm -hmm. So some are naturally more resilient. And then also, if you've been through some things Mm -hmm. and you know how to make it through, that actually makes you tougher. It makes you more resilient. Mm -hmm. But if you've been through too much, it can actually lessen your resilience. Like Mm. we do have a breaking point. Right. And so if you're going through a lot, it's even more important to be really intentional about the positive emotion, about being around positive people, Mm. having those support systems. So we know that a big part of resilience Mm. is genetic, but the other is how you think Mm -hmm. and your support system. So the how you think is noticing your thoughts mm-hmm. and being intentional about changing them. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen overnight. But you can be very intentional about you know noticing, what am I saying to myself? Am right. I saying you're not going to make it? Am I saying you're not good enough? Mm-hmm. Am, am I totally succumbing to my fear? Mm-hmm. When you catch that, I mean, the thoughts that are most persistent create new ones and keep them in front of you. Mm-hmm. right? So when you say, oh, I'm not good enough say you know especially when it comes to like the things you know you're meant to be doing i'm learning i'm growing i have what it takes like that sounds so it might even sound hokey but it works mm-hmm. because you have to retrain your brain and yeah. then the support system piece like friends matter mm-hmm. <laughs> right. having positive people around you mm-hmm. matters and then there's the simple things like you know background like you you going through the training well that opens up more opportunities mm-hmm. For you the the financial piece like I said when I wanted to to take that entrepreneurial leap I had worked a lot paying off my debt and and making sure that my expenses weren't high because I knew this was something I wanted to do right. and the money would be a problem mm-hmm. if I had to have a lot of it for a long period of time mm-hmm. to keep going mm-hmm. so all of those things contribute to our ability to be resilient mm-hmm. good to know Good to know. This is so good. Are you guys listening to us?
1: <laughs> Listen and do. Listen Drop and and do. Valerie's <laughs> dropping bombs I on us, I mean.
2: <laughs> So I love can it. we
0: expect another book in the near future?
2: Yes. Ooh, <laughs> She's not gonna stop. Let me just. Tell I you. just finished a manuscript last week. Did you? Yes. It's, and when do you plan on releasing it? I don't it, know if you can. It tell comes us out so. next fall. Okay. And it's called Let Go of the Guilt. Oh. Um, yeah, stop beating yourself up and take back your joy. Uh, and it's especially for us women uh, who are always feeling guilty and apologizing uh-huh. and beating ourselves up. For I, what? I really for what? want to read this yeah. for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just me until I started like no. mentioning no, it at speaking yeah. engagements and I would hear this collective.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: And I realized we get to where we want to be. Yeah. And then we feel bad about
0: it. Yeah. You know, that was one of my issues in coaching. What? I, I talked about it in front of the class, feeling guilty.
2: Mm. What did you feel guilty yeah, about? Well, I
0: feel guilty about not giving my husband the same attention that he's used to getting because now mm. I'm focusing on my career. Mm-hmm. I feel guilty for booking things and furthering my career mm. because I'm not used to it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like one of you've those you've always put him first. Yeah, yeah, and now things are completely shifted, like completely mm-hmm. shifting and it's I need to get over that yeah that's a personal thing that yeah. i need i gotta hold you <laughs> like, back B- yes, I, I can't be on set and be like oh my god i he i wonder if he ate i wonder if it like yeah. he's used to me i wonder if the no i like you sound it's, like
2: yeah the women i interviewed and yeah and me i mean that's what led to it's it women
1: me. It's, we are nurturers and we care a uh, lot majority you hit the yeah. nail yeah. on the head yeah. it's
2: as we women, care we're, too much. we're we very do. relational and we're yeah. very empathetic, and yeah. there's research around. That's yeah. why we actually feel more guilty. I mm-hmm. found I found some research that said that men are guilt deficient <laughs> until <laughs> and, until they get into their fifties. <laughs> like, <"What?"> uh, sorry, <laughs> I, I think that might be true. <laughs> <laughs> My husband argues That's with me about so this one, but I'm like, not every man. Oh my God. Right. However, you're like, there's research, okay? <laughs> Give me you a little. I got some research for <laughs> yeah. you on this, babe.
0: You want to find the research? That is like <laughs> Do you think that for men, this is just a personal question, do you think that cha- that guilt might change when kids start coming? coming? Do you think that, no?
2: No, because what sparked this for me uh-huh. was that I was, my husband and I were taking our son to preschool one day, uh-huh. and we drop him off. And we're leaving. And I'm like, I feel so guilty. And he was like, like completely, <laughs> utterly confused. He was like, yeah. about what? I said, Well, you know, so many of the women in our neighborhood, they're at home, they're not working. And literally, I had set my life up in such a way, and this is gonna sound crazy. We lived in a town in Georgia outside of Atlanta that has a hundred miles of golf cart paths. People have golf cart garages. It's one of only two cities in the country like this. People go to Walmart on their golf carts. So literally it was two and a half minutes to the preschool from our garage. Mm -hmm. My office was next door. I could see the playground from my office. Okay.
0: And you still felt guilty. And I
2: still felt guilty. And so I was like, I'm leaving him there. What if I was at home and he didn't have to go to preschool? And my husband looks at me. He goes, first of all, I think you told me that your dream was to be an author and have a business so you oh. could have career and have kids. Right. He said, secondly, he doesn't want to be home with you. Did you see him? He walked <laughs> in the true. room and all the kids went, Alex, they're high-fiving exactly. and hugging him. He's like, he's got his, he's his bros there at preschool. <laughs> that like, is he's hilarious. happy. <laughs> and that was, I yeah. needed to hear that because yeah. I was like. Alex is happy. Yeah. Like, he's not looking at me going, why are you leaving me here? He's yeah. like, okay, see you this see afternoon. You, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all too common. Yeah. But yeah. he didn't get it. My husband, he, he was like, what? Yeah. But it helped me to hear his perspective. Good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think it's going to help a lot of us. Yeah.
1: But it's a good balance.
0: You need, we need the men
1: there to. Yeah. For That's sure. how Omar yeah. is too. For sure. Oh my God. I care way too much. He doesn't care at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it works. It's a yin and yang. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, okay. So out now, your latest book, Life Coaching for Successful Women, Valerie Burton. I, I got to say this book. I, I just got it two days ago and I just started picking up. I'm, I'm not done with it, but I couldn't put it down. Same. Because I will say it's very easy to read. You,
2: literally... you make progress because the chapters <laughs> yeah. are super small yes. they're literally yeah. like two <laughs> pages a
1: chapter but it, I love that because you can be like you can go back to it and be like you know what I'm dealing with a forgiveness issue yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. let me go back to read that forgiveness chapter. You know, which I am personally struggling with myself right now. But we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Because we don't have any more time. (laughs) But um, I just, I love this book. I am now a huge fan of yours. Thank you. And I think, you know, all our ladies like us listeners need to go out and get this book. Because it's really beneficial for everybody. and
0: all your other I'm excited to just get my hands on your other books. Right. Yeah.
1: All 13 of them.
0: Right. (laughs) Was it 13?
1: (laughs) It's 13.
0: Okay, 13. So guilt is number 14. (laughs) Is it?
2: Yes. Okay. Yes. I have to sit here and know what? (laughs) Yes. We'll just have to have you come back. Yeah. Well, I would love to. You ladies are awesome. Thank you. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you
1: for being here.
2: Yes. Thank you.
1: And remember,
0: guys,
2: you You can can always always sit with with
0: us. Thanks for listening to Ladies Like Us from The Lady Gang and Podcast One. Be sure to download new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts or on the Podcast One app. And remember, don't forget to rate, review, and
2: subscribe.